You are listening to Echo's brand new podcast. Our next guest is no stranger to being in the public eye. Um, Jackie Foster is a talented musician. Um, She just released her brand new song, All That. Back in 2018, she was on The Voice, and her new song shows a different side to her uh, versus all the pop power ballads that she's been releasing. This new music and song shows my more disco-y vibe from Jackie Foster, kind of like a Dua Lipa future nostalgia album type um, where she talks about that in this uh, podcast. Check out more by listening to the rest of the podcast now. Let's talk your new single, All That. Um, Talk about a little bit behind the creative process. I mean, it's kind of like a new sound for you almost. Um, It is. Yeah. It's it's very different from Great Escape and Runaway. Um, I think honestly, all that is the song that I wanted to write years ago, but I never could, or maybe I just didn't have the confidence enough to write a song like that. And Dua Lipa is the one that changed that for me. Like once I saw her do it and release Don't Start Now, I said to myself, I was like, that's it. That's the song that I wish I had written was Don't Start Now. And once she released it, I've, I've always wanted to, you know, write a song like that. And I got together with two of my friends, um, Shelby Adams and Adam Leffler up in LA. And we kind of sat in a room back in January and we started coming up with maybe an idea for a new song. And originally I didn't even think the song was going to be for me. I thought that we were just going to write the song to, you know, to write it, to get creative ideas out. And all of a sudden we came up, I told them, I said, the number one thing I want is like, I want a really groovy baseline. Like, please, that's all I want in my life is just a good, like, you know, new age disco baseline. And we created that. And then the whole concept of all that came together just naturally, you know, especially someone like me who went through the voice and was put in the public eye and, you know, the the expectations of how you are to be on social media and, you know, with TikTok and so many influencers, I feel like a lot of us create a life that is for the purpose of an Instagram post. You know, how can we look as cool as possible? How can we, you know, create something that's this, you know, quote unquote, luxe life, something that no one can reach. And, um, I just sometimes get tired of that. I think for me, that's really difficult. So we created this idea of like, let's create this character of a guy who gets everything he wants, never has to ask for anything. Life comes easy, except for the one thing he can't have is the girl he wants. Oh my God. I love that. And I totally relate to what you just said about TikTok. Cause I got, I I've been, I've become addicted to TikTok, but I totally get annoyed with like, oh, these TikTokers think they're like, I don't know, they're, they don't have true talent, like musicians and everything. So yeah. I'm just, I get annoyed with their ego a little bit. Um, and, and we need an anthem song like that. Like we need a song that's like, I'm annoyed with your ego. Like I'm annoyed that you think you can get everything you want. And that's, and that's why I wrote all that. And, and not to be spiteful or anything like that. It's just, I feel like I haven't heard a song like that, honestly, like that, ex- that expresses your frustration and, and slight jealousy and, you know, 
wishing you had that life, but at the same time being like, but do I really want that? Is that for me? And so that, you know, that's why I wrote it and I love it. I'm excited about it. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I listened to it once and I absolutely, I, now that you say don't start now, I do kind of hear the Dua Lipa mm-hmm. uh, inspiration in it. Um, what, what's your favorite lyric from all that? Oh my gosh. There's, <laughs> um, I would say, um, oh my goodness, you're going to laugh at me, but I'm literally going to pull up the lyrics on my phone because <laughs> I think it's in the second verse that one of my lyrics is, hold on, here we go. Here comes the, um, here comes the lyrics. All right. Second verse, um, would be, um, I love the line, like, you still know how to win when you come in last. <laughs> because it's like, you, you, that just, if the song didn't already sell you on the type of person that I'm like creating or, or not creating, but people that exist is like, even when you manage to come in last place, even when this person manages to mess up, they still win. They still have the ability to make it look good. Um, you know, and then, you know, that wasn't my cup of tea. Cause I think for me, I like, I don't know, I guess I come from like humble beginnings and I, as I've moved to LA and gotten the chance to meet people, I really, there's something about people who are just so kind hearted and, and you can see through people that aren't like that. Um, I think anyone can. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to spend my time on people who, you know, maybe want to use me because I was on a TV show or that I want to be around people that are just going to uplift me and, and be better humans than I am so that I can be a better version of myself. Um, and talking about you coming from humble beginnings and the song, all that, um, what kind of advice would you have for like, um, guys, girls, um, kind of moving to a big city like LA, um, who are trying to be more authentic, be more genuine and not get caught up in the whole <laughs> egotistical side of things. Um, what, what, what advice would you have to, uh, people like that? That's a really, really good question. And I feel like sometimes I need to listen to my own advice about this, but number one, I would say it's okay to feel scared it's okay to listen to your emotions and feel confused. Um, you know, I, I can always put on a face and say, I'm happy. I'm loving this. But to be honest, at times I get really scared at times I get, I feel like, am I walking into a lion's den? Cause LA is full of people that are chasing the same dream that I am. And I think that the advice that I would give to someone is listen to your heart. If, if music or your passion, maybe you're moving to LA for design or photography, um, videography or music. If in your soul, that is what makes you happiest. Nothing should be able to take that away from you. No matter what someone says, no matter how many times you get turned down, if it feels scary or you're not good enough, it doesn't matter. Listen to your heart, listen to yourself listen to your emotions. If you're afraid, be afraid. Let that fuel you. If, if you feel like, you know, things aren't coming together, let that fuel you into moving 
forward and pursuing it. And the whole ego thing, if you, my biggest thing is surround yourself with the people that you feel reflects you. Look at the people around you. If they're not the kind of person that you want to be, then then reevaluate things. That's what I would say. I love that. Um, that's super important to be around authentic people too. Um, it, it helps you in the long run. And also the authentic people, this is what I've noticed. I got really, really lucky and happened to live next to two neighbors who are fantastic artists in the music industry. And it wasn't planned. Wow. Uh, we moved in and found out, I was like, wait, I follow you guys on Instagram. I'm huge fans of you guys. What in the world? Like we didn't know this was going to happen. And we've just become best buds and, and they come to Brandon and I constantly saying, I've got this opportunity and I think you'd be perfect for you. Uh, the fact that they even say something like that, my biggest oppor- my biggest fear was, I move into LA and it's like a dog eat dog world. You got to get your own opportunities. But the truth of the matter is there's such good kind people out there that want to see you um, flourish and do better because they know that you're not going to step on their toes. It's you're in your own lane. Every artist is in their own lane. I don't sound like anyone else. So I've got my own thing to worry about. That's so nice to hear. I I love that you uh, moved and people, the neighbors are like, it kind of makes you feel like you're in a community. It does. Uh, with that. I love that. Um, and now what, what can we expect since you released all that? What can we kind of expect from your future music? Um, maybe possibly even album. I know with everything going on, it's mm-hmm. like nothing set in stone. I feel like with, for anybody, but um, uh, what kind of, what, what kind of sounds can we expect going forward? Uh, you're going to hear a lot more of what this is a lot more of this dance, upbeat, energetic pop. Um, it's always something that I wanted to do. I think because I do have, I do have the, the voice to do, you know, this big power ballad, which don't get me wrong. Those are still in, in the queue ready to re-release. So those are still there, but, um, I really feel like I'm comfortable with, this music that I've created with all that. And I want to release a lot more of that. When I heard Dua Lipa's newest album, Future Nostalgia. And granted, I wrote this song before um, the album came out. So I didn't even know that she was going to do this. Uh And then when she released the album, I went, that's it. Like I found my soul sister, let's do it together. And so I plan on releasing a lot of music like this. Um, In the times that we're at, it's going to be difficult. Uh, you know, just to get in a session, but I, I'm excited for the opportunity to maybe work more one-on-one with myself and write more music alone instead of co-writing. I've got a couple songs that are pretty much ready to go. And I've showed a couple friends and people close to me, the new music along with all that. And everyone kind of is in the same boat going, Jackie, this is it. Like you found your sound. This is it. This is what you're going to run with. This is what's going to make the change and the difference in your career. So to get that kind of feedback, dude, I'm all for it. (laughs) I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's get this happening. And so, um, no album yet. I'm still just going to work on singles. I feel like that is a safe space for me right now, just to do singles. And then I've only been in LA for a year now. So once I kind of experience more of LA, more writing sessions, then I'm going to work towards an album. But for now, I'm totally happy with singles. 
Um, I didn't realize you were only in LA for a year. Wow. I, I've been in LA for a year too. So um, I know it's been happy. one year now, so it's, it's crazy. And, and of course this pandemic happens in the middle of it all. So really I feel like I got gypped. I feel like I was only here for six months and then this <laughs> happened, but I'm trying to make the most of it. I think what's scary though, I know you didn't ask me this question, but I think what's scary is you hear so many times that you know, what's going to make your career. And, and the thing that'll change it is networking, going to parties, meeting people. Cause you know, if they love your personality and they love who you are, they're going to back your music. Well, how the heck are we supposed to do that in a pandemic? How am I supposed to meet people and, and do all that and network when we're in a situation that we are? So there's a lot of fear that I have in terms of like, is this going to set me back? But that's when I kind of just give all my faith into the fans and, you know, hope that people just like the music and like it enough to want to share it with, you know, their followers and their friends. So the power of music is pretty, pretty spectacular right now in our situation because it's an escape for everyone. And and I'm happy about that. Hmm. I totally have thought about that, too, because I'm like, wow, without any stuff going on in the land, I'm like, what is there? What is there to do? Um, right. So and I see you all the time with the photos and your mask. And I'm like, come on, Will, go. Like, you get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you just gotta kind of have to stay positive in these times. Um, yeah. What, so what have you been kind of doing to stay creative, busy, um, maybe like finding new hobbies during this quarantine pandemic time? Um, don't laugh at me, but I have become, I didn't necessarily have this interest before, um, before Corona, but now that Corona's in our lives, I have become a home renovation DIY freak. <laughs> like it's actually disturbing how often I watch YouTube videos of like how to, you know, renter friendly, how to transform your kitchen, how to transform your room. Like you don't understand how many, once Goodwill in my area opened up, I've gone every single day to find like new items of like what I can, how I can rearrange my house. I bought a new coffee table. Like, and, and it's been weird because I feel like, guilty. I, maybe I should have been working on a lot more music during quarantine, but I'm the type of person where when I find a love and passion for something, I need to allow myself to have a break from it every once in a while and to focus on something else. And so that YouTube renovation series has just become something that I really look forward to in a way to escape, you know, everything going on. So that is my new hobby. And we've built benches in the back. We've built a picnic table. Oh, we spent so much time at Home Depot. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh my God. What's your favorite thing that you've built? Uh, a piece of furniture that you've built? So. We, I would say um, a picnic table. We had no furniture in our backyard and I love being outdoors. So we built a picnic bench and painted it white and it's just super cute and it just feels super homey outside now. And, and I mean, every single night, Brandon and I have dinner outside. It's, it's really, really nice. I love to cook and just be out there. But there is one other thing that we did. I transformed my lampshades. Very odd. Doesn't sound exciting, but it's actually very thrilling. Um, <laughs> we like painted and, and put twine all over our lampshades to give it like a cute boho look. So I'm telling you the dark hole of YouTube, don't get caught in it. <laughs> Trust me, I've gotten stuck in TikTok already, so I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm past a new low. Um, but um, 
And then, so talking about competition shows, you were on The Voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get your opinion on how you thought the competition show did with all the, with this whole pandemic. Like, do you think one kind of did something right that the other one could have learned from? Um, what, what were your thoughts on the whole, you know, filming from home? Kind of. I, you know, it's so weird to see, to experience what I had on the show and then to watch these contestants now going through their experiences. Um, I definitely have to say in a weird way, I feel lucky to have gotten the chance to be on that stage with the lights, with the production, with the sound team. Cause that is, I mean, that's concert level stuff, what you experience on the voice. It's really, really amazing. Um, however, what the voice was able to do and American Idol was able to do, cause I watched both and I did compare as to how they were able to handle it. They really did the best that they could with the situation that they were given. Um, but I do have to say kudos to American Idol in my personal opinion. I thought that the way that they recorded the videos and did the editing process, I felt it was a lot more natural than the voice did it in my personal opinion. But I feel like maybe they can take a few, um, a few notes from what, what American Idol did, because I thought it was just perfect. It was personal. There wasn't any super, you know, cheesy editing on American Idol. It was just, I'm going to sit in front of the camera with some lights and sing. And I thought that they did a really, really amazing, they didn't try to put on a show. Um, And so I feel for these contestants that didn't get the full experience, but they did get the exposure. And that's what changed it for me is like getting that exposure, being on the show. Um, That's, that's what's going to help my career and the longevity of my music. So I'm glad that these contestants got that opportunity and who's, who knows what the future of the show is going to look like. I mean, I know that they're holding auditions right now, Um, so who knows? I'm not sure, but I think as long as they keep it authentic and just honest and real and let the contestants just sing, that's, what's going to translate the best to the audience. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how America's Got Talent will, uh, will put on their shows going forward. Um, So odd. I know it's so weird, but, um, cause I, I'm, I'm sure Season two of The Voice probably will happen in the fall sometime. So I'm sure they'll have to. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, even I'm a big fan of The Bachelor, right? That's I love The Bachelor series. And I know that they're filming Claire's season right now. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how are they going to do that quarantine style? Like how how are they going to be able to to move forward with all these reality shows that that I love to watch? Okay. And now if you could set up a fan in a setting for them to listen to your music, um, let's say new music, um, what setting would that be? Oh, um, a roller skating arena. <laughs> I'm going to put the headphones on you. I really hope you can rollerblade because otherwise there is no way this is going to happen. Um, <laughs> put the disco lights on and just kind of like zone out and vibe out. I think rollerblading is one of the coolest things. I've super gotten into the rollerblade TikToks. Um, I feel like that's just the way to experience it. Just kind of feel like you're floating and carefree and having fun. Um, That would be the vibe. I love that. I also love how rollerblades are kind of making a comeback. Um, 
Yes. I, saw, I saw a bunch of people rollerblading in Pasadena last week. I went to the botanical gardens and saw like five rollerbladers. I love it. Um, I, I could never rollerblade though. I follow my butt too much. Um, um, and now what's uh, one quote that you've heard in life that you want to echo out to the world? Oh. One quote that I want to echo out to the world would be, hold on, it's coming to me. I feel it. Um, use the things that have set you back to push you forward. I like that. That's something I've always, always believed in is, is not to dwell on the negative things. Let that give you fuel and, and fuel your passion, fuel your energy. Take that anger and put it into music. Take, take that sadness, put it into your passion. Let that be the thing that, that gets you to your end goal. Make sure you follow along with Jackie Foster on Instagram by following her at, at it's Jackie Foster and take a listen to her new song, All That Now. Make sure you follow along with Echo on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening to our podcast here at Echo.